This message you're about to listen to was recorded live at the Redeemed Christian Church of God, the Throne Room Parish, Transcorp Hilton, Abuja. Be blessed as you listen. I want us to open our Bibles, please, with me to the book of Psalms 38, from verse 4 to 6. Hallelujah. He said, What is man that thou art mindful of him, and the son of man that thou visited him? The visit he's talking about is not just somebody coming to say hello. Say, oh, how are you doing? No. If you check in the scripture, when God visits some his people, something happens to them, something spectacular. There's usually a turnaround of their lives and destiny. Remember when Jesus Christ was born? You know, and then Simeon came, who had been praying for many years. He said, I've seen the salvation you know, and that the Lord has visited his people. You know, so the Bible says that and the Lord visited Sarah and then something happens. Visitation is not as we think we visit ourselves at home. When you have the divine visitation, something specta- something gigantic, something spe- something awesome, something of eternal impact happens when God visits his people. When the Holy Spirit comes, something good happens. So he says, what is man that thou art mindful of him? And then the son of man that visited him. For thou hast made him a little lower than the angels. If you check the scriptures, there is the word there is Elohim. Elohim. And has crowned him with glory and honor. So you made him a little lower than Elohim. Elohim is a plural word for God. So it includes God himself the Son and the Holy Spirit. It's the plural word for God, Elohim. So you made him a little lower than Elohim, you know. Not only that, you have crowned him with glory and honor. Say, what is man that thou art mindful of him? What is man that thou art mindful of him? Listen, I want you to see something before we begin to pray the blessings. Pray the blessings. Thank you, King of Glory. I want you to see something about the earth. Said, What is man that thou art mindful of him? What is man that thou art mindful of him? Psalm, Psalm 8. Thank you. Verse 3 says, Verse 3. Let's read it together. Verse 3. When I consider thy heavens, the work of thy fingers, the moon and the stars which thou hast ordained. Have you seen that? When I consider what? Thy heavens. The work of thy fingers, the moon and the stars which thou hast made. And he goes on and says, What is man that thou art mindful of him? Now, please just hear this. See something I was able to get here. If you check the, the earth, you know, the surface area of the earth is 510 million square kilometers. The circumference of the earth is 40.4041 million kilometers. There are eight planets in the solar system. Scientists argue that there are nine of them. Mercury, Venus, Mars, Jupiter, Saturn, Uranus, Neptune, and they are still discovering more. There are 100 billion stars just average amount, 100 billion in a galaxy. 
approximately 2 trillion galaxies in the observable universe. Just what they can see. When you hear something that is observable universe. That is what you can see. Please go ahead. So, listen. You have in the galaxy 100 billion stars. And 2 trillion. 2 trillion galaxies. 1 billion stars average in a galaxy. You now have 2 trillion galaxies in what scientists can only observe. They don't have instruments to go beyond the observation. Just a portion in which they can see. Now, the largest star is this UV Scotty. The star has an estimated average median radius of 1.708 solar radii or 2.5 billion kilometers. Can you imagine? Big, bigger than the earth. Just one star. Bigger. Close to about a billion times bigger. And then the sun. Also the works of his hands. The diameter is one or two times. That of the earth. Have you seen it? That is the diameter of the sun alone. The sun is bigger. The mass is 330,000 times than that of the earth. More heavier than the earth. And you know, the hydrogen and the helium, these are the things that are responsible for the combustion. Because also combustion that brings about the heat. And the distance from the sun, you know, from the earth, is 149.6 million kilometers. I don't know how many gallons of fuel, maybe how to use all the NMPC fuel for you to be able to I don't know if you are using a car. <laughs> 149.6 million kilometers. It's not a joke. Now, in the universe, the universe is all of space and time, the space time. And the contents includes the planets, the moon, the minor planets, the stars, the galaxies. The contents, the intergalactic space, and all matter and energy. The size of the entire universe is unknown. Why? Because they cannot observe it. They can't quantify it. Too big. Now, on earth alone, we have 7 point, 7.5 billion people. When I consider the heavens and the works of their hands, the stars, the moon, the sun which thou hast made, and what is me that your mind is full? That is the God you serve. His mind is full of you. I believe one of the reasons why there's life on earth is because you are here. Other planets, no life. But because his mind is full of you, he is mindful of you, in spite of all these planets, stars, the moon, 
Neptune, Saturn, Mercury, Jupiter. His heart is full. You are still his attention. That is the God in which you serve. That is the God. That is your God. One of the things you should realize about God is that your God does not want to play second fiddle in your life. He loves you so much. He loves you so much. And because you are in his heart, in his mind, all your interest is captured. Everything. Everything. One of the things that God wants you to do is also to put him first. Remember what happened in the book of Kings? The book of Kings. We saw what happened. There was no rain for the space of three and a half years. No rain because Elijah came and prophesied. He declared it as a judgment to Ahab and his wicked wife Jezebel. They polluted the land, brought in strange gods, Ashtaroth and Baal. And the prophet from the groves brought them in. They defiled the place. So Elijah came, the Tishbite, and declared for three and a half years there was no rain. Not only rain, but no dew. None. So, when this thing happened, God told him, he says, go to Zarephath. At first he said he should go to the brook at um, Cherith. There I will command the ravens to feed you. So they brought bread and meat morning, bread and meat in the evening. Many ravens, not just one, many ravens. They fed him. When the water got dried up, God told him, go to Zarephath. I have spoken to a woman, a widow, who will sustain thee. And he was getting there to the gate. He met this woman. She had just a little just a little. He said, I'm going to gather sticks. In fact, just two sticks. Not many sticks. Why? Because she only had a handful. Somebody please let me say handful. Put your hands like a handful. Handful of flour. And also just some small little oil. He says, for me and my son to eat and die. Why? No hope for tomorrow. Everything exhausted. The neighbors did not have. People were dying. The animals. There was drought. And see what it says. Please, can you go ahead? First Kings 17 to 10, 11. So, as she was going to fetch, as she was going, See what the prophet said. And as she went to fetch it, asked her to bring water. He said to her, 
Bring me, I pray thee, a morsel of bread in thy hand. Go ahead very quickly. Very quickly. She said, that Lord, leave it. I have no cake. I have only a handful. Very quickly. Verse 13. Rajana said to her, Fear not. Go, do as I've said. But make me a little cake first. Someone please help me say first. Help me say first. And bring it unto me. And after, make for thee and thy son. Go ahead. 14. For thus says the Lord God of Israel, The barrel of meal shall not waste, neither shall the cruise of oil fail, until the day that the Lord sendeth rain upon the earth. Verse 15. And she went and did according to the saying of Elijah, and she and he and her house did eat many days. See what happened. Go ahead, 16. And the barrel of me wasted not, neither did the cruise of oil fail, according to the word of the Lord, which is speak by Elijah. Somebody please help me say first. Your God is a jealous God. He has you in his mind. So also he wants you to make him a first in whatsoever you do. See what it says here. She didn't have. But it says, go. Make for me first. Where people probably are saying, I don't have enough. Especially in the giving of your tithes. There are people that God has prospered you. Some, maybe, you know, just from the two you have, God expects that you honor him first. You don't give according to the necessities. I mean, you don't give according to the necessities you have around you to God. You give because he demands the first. Just as he has you. Our God is a jealous God. He must take the first place in your life. When it comes to your finances, give him the first. 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 You have your revenue, you might have a need, but he say, Give me first. You know why? When you give to him first, see what happened here. The barrel of flour, the cruise of oil, they were not wasted, not exhausted. They didn't last just for many days. No. They lasted for more than many days. Because it says, until the Lord bringeth rain upon the earth. So they were going there, fetching flour, going there, taking the oil for about three years and six months before the rain came. Your God is able to sustain you. Listen, what God is looking for, just as his mind is full of you, he wants your mind to be full of him. Every time a call is made to support church work, be the first. Be the first. We have people who don't give their time to God. Not only your resources, but also your time. You give him his own time. Take from your time and give him first. And then he blesses the rest. Until that time comes when he will send rain upon you. Because 
you and I, listen, you will not only always be at this situation, this is your condition. Your condition is not your conclusion. God is taking us to a higher realm. When we begin to engage God with the mind full of God, Him taking first, God is excited. He will keep you. We have people who are graced intellectually. Give God. We have people who have connections. Use your connection. Give God first. I know of a church in this city. The church is now the pride of the kingdom of God, of the body of Christ in this city. Because a sister took it upon herself. Said, I must use my connection to make sure I get a land for our church. You know the church I'm talking about. She went, FCDA, minister, make sure that the church gets the land. Close to about three hectares. You know what I'm talking about? This is using your connection, giving him first. Instead of thinking, how do I get bigger? How do I get more? How do I get more? Or how can I keep this? Listen, you cannot give God first place and you'll be the last. It's not possible. There are blessings of service. Please, can you please open your Bibles to the book of Exodus 23, verse 25, as I conclude? It says, And ye shall serve the Lord thy God, and he shall bless thy bread and thy water. Have you seen that there? So when your, ble- uh, your bread and water is blessed, it increases. And I will take sickness away from the midst of thee. Have you seen it there? One of the blessings of service is that it takes sickness away. Listen, it's in, let's continue. They shall not cast their young, nor be barren in thy land. It means to be productive. The number of thy days I will fulfill. Not you fulfilling it. He is committed to making sure that you fulfill the days that he has given unto you. So, you don't have to worry. You don't have to care because it's his work. Many other times when we quote this, we say, the numbers of my days I will fulfill. No. The numbers of your days, he, God, is committed to fulfilling it. And who can challenge God? If God says you live for 120 years old, who is that person to say you will die before 80? Impossible. Not only that, I will send my fear before thee and destroy all the people to whom thou hast come and I will make all thy enemies turn their backs unto thee. My God, all thy enemies turn their backs unto thee. Can I give you a testimony? I'll give you a testimony. Please come down again. 25. And ye shall bless the Lord thy God and he shall bless thy bread and thy water. I will take sickness away from the midst of thee. See, they shall not cast their young. None shall be barren. And the numbers of your days I will fulfill. Listen, I've seen this practically in my life. Give you a testimony. When I had the heart condition and I thought I was going to die, I believed God. One of the things that happened during the test, when they put the machine, it's called altar machine. You know that, you know, it takes all the, all the activities your heart beat all, everything. 
and then therapist came. Praise the Lord. So, when they put all those things there, all the, I mean the gadgets, and for 24 hours, and then after 24 hours, they will come and play the, the CDs so you can see how your heart was reacting. When I was very active, when I was praying, when I was doing all those things, I saw everything there. Everything. Now, the cardiologist, that's the expert, he told me something. He said, see this time, your heart was not working. You were dead. I died two times. Twice. My heart stopped to beat. He said to me, very quickly, very quickly, he said, he said to me, very quickly, you have to go to America. In America, they, that's why they have the cardiologists, they have all the experts when it comes to heart disease and all that. You know, I don't know what is wrong with you, but this idiopathic thing, uh, they have to, maybe you have to call some sympathetic nerve. Is, but see, see, your heart, your heart, see, this is dangerous. You can die. One guy came in. I think the devil entered into that guy's mouth. He came in, one of the doctors. Why we're seeing looking at the, the, what's it called? The, all the results. One other doctor came in. Just started opening up his mouth. Say, ah, this is a very serious case. Say, see, this thing is just damaged. This one is that. Why, why is it? The doctor had to rebuke him in my presence. Say, you don't say things like that. This is the patient. You don't talk like that. He rebuked him. Now, see, I know that I cannot die before my time. Do you know why? Do you know why? Because God's mind is full of me. And as long as I'm serving him with my heart, even though my heart packed up, but I'm still alive. That is God. That is God. That is God. Sometimes people think I'm a full-time pastor. I'm not a full-time pastor. They think sometimes, what is it that is driving me with passion? Call me in the night, I answer. When I saw that word in the scripture, if I confirmed the work that I'm in, he says that the shepherds that kept their flocks at night, the angels appeared to them and give them the good tidings to the shepherds that kept their flocks at night. That is why I have my phone on 24 hours. Now, when we started to the church, we are just very few. And you know, as the church is growing, many calls here, many, this one, minister here, minister there. So it was eating into my own secular, my own, my own personal job. I'll give you another testimony. So you see that today I'm alive. And I said something in the morning. The devil can't kill me. When my time is up, I go. If I break the edge, God forbid, then the serpent can smite me. But as long as I am within his will, 
Listen very carefully. Even if I die, please, let nobody ascribe anything to the devil. It's just my time. Tell you what. Why? It's impossible. I've seen it. Do you know what, your, what it means for your heart to stop beating? I wish I will bring... I'll bring the, the series so you can play it, you can see. Because sometimes some people think that we just come and exaggerate. And I thank God for some of the healings happening here are people we know, they live within us. My son, sister, this, brother, this, this, this. It's not from a crusade ground. After preaching, we go, no, people who are here. It tells me that God is true and faithful to his word. Listen very carefully. He said he will bless thy bread and thy water. Say, ah, pastor, but why are you so, you know, the work was getting too much. One time I almost complained. I didn't have money to pay school fees. At that moment, he came and gave me, I said, ah, they've not paid school. I said, my wife, they don't pay school fees for this mice. Ah, why? As I was thinking, something, you know, I tell, ah, is it because I'm just concentrating on this job, church here? I'm just trying to mix up the tools, becoming more difficult for me. Because how much is that? Is nothing. Just at that moment, I tell you the truth. I went and spoke to God, and I spoke to my wife about it. She says she can bear me witness. Because you see, sometimes when you are running a company, you don't have enough time to monitor people. Many things can go wrong. If before you were there, you are making hundred percent. Right, somehow it will reduce, especially in Nigeria. You know why? Abroad, set up a system, right? Because of the mindset, work ethics, and all that. When you employ someone, is expected to deliver, expected to perform. But in Nigeria, two jobs. After you have employed him, he's inspected to supply. How to inspect him? It's not just about expecting. You inspect. So that's why it's so difficult here. We have our people going to Ghana and many places now doing big business because of the mindset of the people there. Things work well there. So that day I sat down and as I was thinking, I said, God, please, what is happening? Why this one? I don't have two thousand dollars or three thousand dollars to pay for this thing. Say God, are you sure? I'm going to pack up this church. This thing is really entering to my time and things like that. What? And then that same week, a call came to my wife. One of the best schools in this country. Now, now, listen. This person doesn't know us before. Not even know that I'm a pastor. Just met my wife once some time ago. And then she said that the Lord spoke to her that she should give scholarship to my daughter. I, I, I couldn't, no, no, just no, don't clap yet. This is the person that's not related to us. We don't discuss. I've never met her, only just met the husband once, either once or twice since that time. Never. No family connection, no ministerial connection, not nothing at all. But she said the Lord spoke to her 
they have called. When we sat down, we have parents here, we have children there. I mean, governors and farm sex and all that. We sat down. I didn't want my daughter to go to school because I thought she was still young. I wanted her to stay with me. So we delayed. So two weeks to resumption, we went there. And she said something in her office to me, to my wife. She said she went back to God and said, God, didn't I hear you clearly? And God said, no, you heard me clearly because she was confused. But how could we reject such an offer? It's a really good school. They have all some of our, they have children there. Listen very carefully. When I came back, we sat down. I'm talking about tuition, uniform, everything free. I collected it. We calculated, they gave it to my son. They calculated how much will be paid in six years. Everything ran to 28 million naira. Now listen very carefully. There is no how I can give God the first place and be tied and be a blessing to his kingdom and he will not take care of me. It's impossible. Some of us, we have limited God. I challenge you today in the precious name of Jesus. Give him the first place. His mind is full of you. When I consider the heavens, the moon and the stars and the works of their hands, what is man that thou art mindful of him? Nor the son of man that thou visited him. Thou hast made him a little lower than Elohim and hast crowned him with glory and honor. Glory and honor belongs to you. I pray for someone today in the precious name of Jesus that you give God the first place. Challenge you today because God loves you. And because of that, he will also heal you and touch you with a special touches where no man can touch. When that thing happened to me, it touched me. I said, God, so you are real. I said, you are real. I said, you are real, you are real. You are real, you are real. I, I couldn't believe it. 28 million. If you ask me to cover that amount of money at that point in time, somebody was crying, doesn't have two, three thousand dollars. And they came and gave it 28 million. Someone you do not know, no connection said God spoke to her and God had to confirm when I got the stage I was confused again as if I'm not hearing again from God so I went back to God and asked God did you tell me this I am captured in this interest today is your day I pray for someone today in the precious name of Jesus that as you engage God the whole of your heart he will sustain you because there is a time that is coming when the rain shall surely fall the rain will fall upon you in the precious name of Jesus things will not only always be like this you will not always be at this level there's a time when the rain will fall give him your face and let somebody say a very big hallelujah let somebody say a very big hallelujah 
We believe you have been blessed by this message. To download this message, please visit our podcast at The Throne Room on your handheld device or computer. For any inquiries, call 08087-000004 or visit the Life Center at number 20 Colorado Close off Dame Street, Maitama Abuja. You can also visit our website, www.rccgthroneroom.org. You are highly lifted, highly favored. Thank you.